Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Hi, I'm Steve Finkel. On this episode of Focus, I'm flying solo. On this episode of Focus, I want to talk about getting out and about and doing some stuff with your photography. I think we've had a, a few years where things have been kind of a bit restricted and people haven't been able to kind of get out as freely as they'd like to and mix with other people and do stuff. But I think the time is starting to be right for to get out and start exploring the world again. That's doing some travels, that's you know, going to some photography workshops and those types of things. Because I think these are really valuable ways for you to learn. I mean, there's so much you can learn sitting on the internet and looking at stuff on YouTube and all that, and that's great. But there's so much more you can actually learn by getting out and mixing with people and being around other photographers and other creatives in general. Because it just it is just a good feeling to be kind of, you know, talking to a real person, um, interacting with a person, whether it be, you know, meeting up somewhere and having a cup of coffee and talking things about photography or just going on a photo walk and, you know, just taking in what's around you and watching what other people like when, when there's other photographers, just the type of stuff that they're stopping and shooting. I think it's always interesting sometimes, you know, we all have our own preconceived ideas about what we want to shoot so there's things that we go yep we really like shooting this we look for these particular aspects out in the in the world to to photograph and we're all different so people sometimes will have a completely different idea of what they want to photograph and sometimes like i said it's really interesting to have a look into their world just to see what other you know other photographers what the things that kind of excites them about photography and again it might be things that you haven't considered but again it's I think it's always great to, like I said, just be with people and see what they shoot and see how they shoot it and see what you know what their feelings are. And have you know when you're with those people, you can actually talk about why do you like shooting this particular um, subject or why do you like shooting from that particular angle or what is it that you know makes you want to photograph something in a particular way. And I think we can all learn from all those experiences of other people's experiences and I think that's what the world we've done in the world for years and years and years we've all kind of I suppose kind of worked or bounced or how would you say we've all kind of mirrored or been inspired or motivated by what other people do around us and I think that's just a part of the human um, condition that you know we need to be sometimes we need to be socializing we need to be out with people and it does really I think help you mentally and it definitely helps you with your photography because it helps sometimes just getting you trying new things or, 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 you know, just trying something maybe you hadn't thought of. And I think that's the biggest thing is that a lot of people, once they do try something a little bit different, they fall in love with it. They, they I don't know why I'd, I shied away from this. I don't know why I never wanted to shoot this before or whatever. And sometimes it's just because you just haven't had the opportunity or the motivation um, to do so. And like I said, just being with a group of people can simply be that catalyst. It can be that thing that just motivates you to... It can be just that thing that motivates you to look at the world differently. And look, as photographers, we all look at the world in a different way. So we all have our kind of photographer's glasses on when we're looking at things sometimes and how we see stuff. And that can be very different to how um, other people see the world. And I definitely think that sometimes we'll see beauty and an area where people just see, you know, they might just see mess and chaos and, you know, destruction where we can actually see some elements in there which we think are worth, you know, 
taking the camera and capturing those elements. So yeah, I thought I'd just say as events start to open up, I'm just you know want to encourage people to to get out there and support those events because the thing is it's been really difficult for people who have been running events over the last few years because they pretty much had to kind of turn the tap off and stop doing events and trying to you know a lot of people now are trying to start workshops up again and events and those types of things and they're trying to get them back up and running again and they need support and if you don't support those kind of I suppose people out there putting on workshops that they're not going to continue to do it so I mean for a while you know and I'm in the situation too where we run and workshops and do stuff and and we are we're starting to do a whole lot of stuff for the Brisbane Photography Festival and the, and the reality is if people don't support these types of events um, getting out and when someone puts a workshop on um, going and doing the workshop that in the future, people won't continue to do them because we'll do them for a while where you're basically trying to get them back off the ground and you're losing money, so it's costing you actual money to do the workshop. The idea is that you're hoping that it'll get to a point where it'll you know, break even or, or you'll start to make a little bit of money out of doing the workshop if you get enough people to come along. So that's why I encourage you, if there's workshops out in your area, if people are starting up doing these things, I'm encouraging you to get out there and support them because, like I said, it's a fantastic tool for you as a photographer to help you grow your photography skills. And like I said, it also helps you connect with other people, other photographers. And I think, you know, it's great. We've got some fantastic online forums, which are great. And there's some, been some great online friendships that have been formed with people, you know, talking online and you know, exchanging information and ideas. And that's fantastic. And that works really well because sometimes people don't have access to, you know, they might, they might be in a regional area, so they're not really close to, like a main city, so maybe it's not easy to get to meetups or where workshops and, and those types of things happen. And they typically do happen in the more populated centres because it just makes sense that, you know, if you're going to run a workshop, you're going to run it in a kind of a major city rather than a little regional town because the regional town is going to be harder to, to, fill the, to fill the spots that you need to kind of make it worth your while to even consider putting together a workshop. So that's why I thought I'd just talk about this episode about, like I said, I think the timing's right. I think people are getting more comfortable with the world now after the pandemic and, and you know, there's a lot of people feeling a bit more, I suppose, freedom to move around and, and there's really no restrictions now from government's point of view that stops you travelling from anywhere. You can basically get on a plane and travel anywhere in the world now. It's pretty much nowhere that's off limits as far as, you know, borders closed and those type of things which we had kind of been dealing with for the last few years. So I think, like I said, it's going to be now, this is the kind of, I'm putting on my business hat here because as a business person, yeah, putting my hat on saying this is the time now you need to support anyone who's out there currently offering workshops, doing those types of things. This is the time now you need to really book a spot, get in there and support them, share it. And look, it, and I know like some people it might be that you can't, you might be able to afford at this particular point to do a particular workshop, but there's other ways you can support people who are offering workshops. Is that by simply just sharing the information on your social media, sharing with friends, and letting other people know about it? And this is kind of, I said, important to kind of, I suppose, help people get these things off the ground again because there's a lot of chatter on forums and different types of photography sites where people are, are looking for things to do and getting out and about and looking for workshops. And so I see this often come up and then. I see people who then do start offering some workshops and then the uptake is very, very low. So people aren't actually engaging or booking spots or 
those type of things. And again, it's making it very difficult for to do workshops. And one of the other things too, some people are looking at the costs and going, well, they, they cost more than before the, you know, the pandemic. And look, again, putting my business person's hat on, one of the things that's happened incredibly is the insurance, the cost to do, to run events now, and the insurance cost has gone up quite a lot to the point where some of the activities that we were trying to run, it just was impossible to price it with the cost that the insurance company wanted for the insurances to run the event. So sometimes it might look like the person who's running it is making a lot of money out of these workshops, but the reality is once they factor all their costs of maybe hiring a venue, doing the insurance, and then you know getting materials or, or getting to and from uh, wherever they have to be to set up and do the, the setup, these things all cost money, unfortunately. And like I said, so sometimes like those things are just things that you try and control as a business person the best you can, but sometimes you just can't control it. And like I said, insurance has been the one that really has stood out for me, that insurance has now become quite an expensive part of any type of activity you do now with the you know, public liability insurance. So again, don't kind of, um, when you look at these workshops, they're out there, don't blame the people for the prices of them because it just it's beyond their control. And like I said, we'd love to be able to do stuff cheaper, but sometimes it's just the business reality is that you just have to charge what you have to charge. Otherwise, you know, I mean, no business can sustain running something um, for a period of time and losing money. You can do it for a while to get like them things started where you might run a few workshops and knowing that it's actually going to cost you money to put the workshops on. But with the idea that you build your clientele and over time that more and more people will book and you will actually then um, be able to recover the cost of doing those workshops. And again, like I said, this is sometimes just, I suppose, having a bit of background knowledge about why things cost money is, you know, kind of helps people sometimes understand what, you know, what what's involved. And like I said, so people who maybe not worked in a kind of a business sense, sometimes it's easy to forget that there is a lot of behind the scene costs that the operator has to actually be able to meet in the process of actually delivering the workshop. So again, the pricing is going to be based on what it is. And look, a lot of people have been talking about the, the price of international flights. Prior to the pandemic, you could fly around the world, you get these amazing airfares to go to places. And now the prices are much, much more expensive because a number of reasons is that you know they've there's a limit there's less flights so again there's less seats available there's potentially less accommodation and all these things all add into the fact that they make things more expensive and again it's um and but there there is a way eventually that these things come down and that's exactly by just having bums on seats so the more people that actually join in and do things overall it actually brings the price down. So as you've got more and more competition or more and more people are offering these things that people can't, you know, they have to adjust their pricing to kind of to suit. So again, it's a way of, again, getting, um, you know, helping get back to some place where we were previously before the pandemic. And again, like I said, in this episode, I'm talking about getting out and supporting workshops and supporting people who are doing, you know, photography education and those types of things because, these are, you know, the things that can really help you as a photographer and they've helped so in the past, like so many photographers have a career because they started off with an idea they wanted to be a photographer and they started taking shots and they, you know, they weren't getting the results and they 
started going to workshops or they started going to mentoring, getting involved in mentoring programs and paying someone to help them show them what to do and basically got them to a level where they could then be proficient and they can actually make a career out of, you know, photography. So this is why, you know, I'm kind of passionate about people um, who offer workshops and supporting them and trying to help them any way, shape or form. Like I said, whether it just be kind of helping promote their workshops and letting people know that they're on or physically booking a ticket and going to the workshops just to be, you know, supported. And sometimes I've done that. I've gone to things that not necessarily that I wanted to learn or get a an understanding of I might already have that understanding but more of a more of a support to help that person grow their what they're doing and getting it helping getting it off the ground just helping them try to get a clientele to come along and make it worth their while so they can continue to do it yeah so on this episode focus just been floating the idea about getting out and look you know how do you find workshops and that's the next thing is like so you go okay I've, I've sparked your interest and you wanted to do it I'd be suggesting that you jump on to your local area, um, look for local Facebook groups, look for, you know, just Google, you know, photography workshops in my city and just find out what's available and just see if there's anything in there that actually is of interest to you. And like I said, or it might be, the, this might be another alternative um, idea for you is that you may have a skill set in a particular area of photography that you could go and create a workshop. So you could go out and say, hey, I'm... I do this particular type of photography. I'm quite proficient at it. You know, maybe other people might would like to learn and maybe like to get up to the skill level that I'm at with this um, type of photography. So it's kind of like you could be the person who maybe then is offering the workshop. And to give you some advice, if that's something that you might be considering, thinking about, okay, I might go out and, and you know, suggest I'll do a workshop. First, obviously, you know, work out whether there's a, a need for that particular style of workshop. And once you've kind of, you know, asked, and that can be simply as of, of like asking around on different forums and that, you know, who's interested in this particular type of photography and get a bit of a, get a bit of a feedback and get a bit of a feeling on how many people may be interested. I know like one area, if you're particularly skilled in say post-production, like using Lightroom or you're using um, Photoshop or one of the other um, programs, I know a lot of people want to learn more about post-production. So if you've got skills in that area, that's a really, you know, easy way of doing a workshop. And the other thing too, that's kind of, can be kind of a, an easy workshop to do because it be kind of comes like a classroom type workshop. So you don't have the, the constraints of like going out and do a physical workshop out in the wild somewhere, trekking where you've got, again, um, things that you've got to make sure you cover off with insurance in case someone you know, gets injured and you know, slips and falls or something happens. Um, and the other thing too, if you're doing a, a workshop like that, typically it can be done in a fairly simple environment. You don't need a lot of infrastructure around you. It could be just done in a, you know, in a local hall that you might be able to hire very cheaply. A lot of, you know, community centres have community halls. Um, in our city, um, a lot of the libraries, the libraries, the, the, these are the um, public libraries, have a room or two where people can actually sometimes they're just sometimes they're just free like sometimes you can just book a room and just use it sometimes there's a small charge but you can have a room that's got you know um, typically some tables and chairs sometimes they even have whiteboards sometimes they have you know other things available there so again it's just a matter of like I suppose reaching out into your local area seeing what resources are out there and available and stuff that you might be able to 
lever off of as far as, like I said, if you're going down that particular path where you actually become the person offering the workshop. Or it might be that, you know, you might decide to get uh, another photography friend together and offer a workshop where you both have something to contribute so you can both work together. And that takes a bit of the load off of it if you've got a second person to assist you if you're doing a workshop. Having two people obviously makes life a little bit easier. And then again, if you're if you've got a particular skill in one area and the other person's got particular skills in another area, you can then lever off those skills to then build a workshop around it. So and like I said, we're so blessed in today's world with things like the internet where we can actually go online and we can actually Google and search and and we can find stuff pretty quickly. Like I mean if you just start searching, you know, photography workshops in my area, um or you know, it might be a portrait workshop, you might be interested in portraiture photography, you might be interested in macro photography, whatever field of photography that you're actually interested in, just Google that, find out what's around you, check it out. I mean, and look, as a word of, I suppose, like everything, you know, buyer beware, not all workshops are creative equal. There's some people running workshops that are absolutely fantastic value for money. You're actually getting a huge amount of knowledge. And there's some other workshops where people maybe, the mightn't be so value-based, but um, it couldn't, and again, look, and it's hard sometimes to clarify what is value for one person because what mightn't be value for me could be value for you. And again, it's but sometimes, like I said, it's just good to do a bit of research and just maybe if there's reviews or just go and have a look. You know, one of the things is the person who's offering the workshop, just jump on their socials and have a look at the type of work that they do and see if it kind of fits your, you know, your feeling of that particular style of photography that you might be trying to learn a bit more about and see if they actually are, it's reflecting in their work. And that's a really good way, I think, of trying to sum up a photographer and their skill set is by just simply looking at what they're delivering. And if you like what they're delivering, then you're probably going to like their workshops. And again, so, and and it tends to be like in the business world, people who aren't really good at their job don't typically last. So the people who kind of are good at it, they continue to make, keep doing it because they can because people are coming along and getting involved and participating in the workshops because they're in, they're getting something out of it. So again, that's a really good thing. So it's, there's some people, like I said, have been around for a really long time, really solid operators, and offer some really you know good value for money. Because like I said, you know this is how we learn sometimes as you know photographers. We learn by looking at what other people do, and you know sometimes, like I said, it's particularly for people who, if you're new to photography. These type of workshops can really, I suppose, fast track your journey as a photographer and get you to, you know, wherever you wish to be as a photographer, whether it just be you want to be a really good amateur photographer, enthusiast photographer to be able to take really good pictures um, that you're proud of and maybe then print some of them and hang them on your wall. Or it might be that you aspire to become a photographer where you're actually being paid, so you're becoming a, a pro photographer um, and, you know, shooting events or shooting different things that you that interest you it might be like you might have an interest in motorsport or you might have an interest in some other area where you want to kind of get involved in that field and be a photographer and get paid for your services. Again, look at what's available, what's around. Other people who've done that, been there, done that, look at what they might be offering as workshops. And like I said, because sometimes, you know, people will quite often, you'll see photographers quite often who are very successful. At some point, they start to kind of give back to the community by sharing some of their knowledge and like I said sharing some of that knowledge can be invaluable because 
And I can just remember going to a different, uh, to a flash workshop and just the information about the batteries to use in the speed lights. This person had tried so many different types of batteries, you know, with various different levels of success. And then they actually found a brand which really, really worked absolutely perfect for the for speed lights and, and were good value for money. And even just picking up that tip meant, meant, you know, when I went out and bought a new set of speed lights, I went out and bought a set of those batteries based on that person's recommendation because they'd been using it and they'd been tried and I'd tried other different batteries and and again it eventually probably would have got to that point, but it helped me fast track by having that knowledge about, I suppose, getting that knowledge from that person. They were just sharing that knowledge. They probably didn't think it was such a big deal, unlike you know, just saying to people like in kind of as in a passing comment about, oh, you should get these batteries because I found they hold the charge longer and they work really well and, you know, those type of things. So sometimes people give away gems of information and um, and for different people, they will resonate differently. So it can hold a different meaning to each person on how important that piece of information is that you receive. So again, on this episode of Focus, want to, like I said, try and encourage people to get out and support people who are actually actively offering workshops, you know, out there trying to educate people and trying to help people on their photography journey. And again, it's like just a matter of, of us all pulling together as a community and supporting each other. So when we see these things, share them, let people know about them. If you've been to a particular workshop, you know, jump on and leave a, leave a message, say, hey, I did this workshop two months ago and I got this, this, this and this out of it, which has really helped me if the, if it has helped you, you know, and again, it's like, and it might be something like you went to the workshop hoping to learn something, but you learned something completely different. It's always good to share that with other people because other people may be looking for that in their photography. They may be looking how to kind of, you know, grasp that concept or how they can actually improve their skills in that area. So by basically just kind of giving those recommendations and leaving people reviews and comments. And so many times, like I said, people read stuff on social media and they'll skip over it and they'll read it and go, oh, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, that was great. I know that was good. And they move on. You know, just maybe just share, you know, 30 seconds of your time or whatever it takes to drop a comment in there to let other people know. If you're thinking about doing this workshop, I did it and it was really worthwhile. I can recommend it because I've got something, I got some good value out of it. And again, like I said, that's just about sharing, I suppose, sharing the the love around and trying to help fellow photographers and trying to help people, I suppose, on their photography journey by giving, you know, recommendations and those types of things. So, and it's a bit like podcasts as well. Like, you know, we put podcasts together and the only time we kind of really get um, any kind of, uh, I suppose, recognition is by when people leave a, you know, start like a rating on, on Apple or Spotify. And again, if you like the Focus podcast, by all means, please you know, leave some comments or give us a rating. And again, like I said, we do this um, purely from from the point of view of love of photography and trying to pay a bit forward to photographers. I've been very lucky in photography and I've had, a, like I said, a, had some amazing experiences that through photography and I like to try and, I suppose, give something back. And that's why I do the podcast. So again, if you've got, you know, enjoy some of the podcasts that we do, um, please think about just leaving a comment. It just, just helps other people discover it as well. So it might just, again, it's and that was my idea of this podcast was just talking about sharing what's out there. And it may be other people that you 
know that are interested in photography who may not listen to podcasts yet. And podcasts are a really, I suppose, a really easy way to get new ideas, challenge, you know, ideas that you might have by listening to podcasts and listening to the different subjects that come up on podcasts each week. So again, that would be fantastic if you could do that as well. So I'd really appreciate that. Look, until next time, enjoy your photography. And like I said, just try and support everyone, share the love around. And like I said, hopefully you'll find something in your area that can be really beneficial to you and your photography. Talk again real soon. See ya.